Welcome to a brand new episode of Biathlon Briefing. We're delighted to welcome to the show today, Martin Ponsoloma. Martin is a multiple time World Cup winner, as well as having won medals at both the World Championships and the Olympic Games. We are honoured to have Martin on the show today off the back of a fantastic season where he finished fifth in the overall World Cup standings and won two medals at the World Championships in Oberhof. Thank you for joining us. It's a real pleasure to have you on today. It'd be good to start off by understanding how you first started off with biathlon, uh, when, like who got you into it, etc. Yeah, my father, he was... uh... Uh, yeah, cross country skier, and uh, he was in the Swedish team also some years. And uh, yeah, he was eight in the Olympics, so he's, he was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I started to ski really early and have all, always uh, done it. So, uh, but I was just, it was just uh, a con, what do you say? It, uh, it was not meant to be biathlon. I think it was. Uh, um, I was testing it for one day when I was around nine, ten years old, and then, uh, yeah, I got stuck. Uh, I was not competing in the cross country, but uh, yeah, I used to follow uh, my dad to trainings and just have fun. And uh, but from that day, I started uh, with biathlon, and uh, yeah, it's been like that all the time. I was. Practicing other sports like football and floorball, tennis, and a lot of sports. But um, at the biathlon, it was uh, the first thing I thought was the funniest. So I just went on with it. Yeah, that makes sense. At what age did you did you realize that you had a real real talent for biathlon and started to really take it more seriously? Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's hard to say. I think I was a good skier when I was younger, and I shot good also. Uh, but uh, it's hard to say. But uh, when I started the ground school, I think uh, the gymnasium here in Sweden when you're 15, then uh, I chose the biathlon education. So um, yeah, I think that was the time when I made my choice. That makes sense. What well, what would you say from your perspective are the obviously aside from the shooting are the main differences between cross country skiing and, and biathlon as as different disciplines? It's hard to say. I have not competed so much <laughs> in cross country, but uh, uh, the biathlon have the shooting and uh, yeah, it it makes it a lot more fun and for uh, yeah, spectators also a much funnier sport to watch on so uh, yeah I think it has the extra yeah definitely I, I agree like you mentioned obviously there's the shooting aspect and obviously along with that requires quite a lot of I guess mental as well as physical toughness how do you prepare for that like mental side of it on top of also having to be in the best shape physically as possible uh, yeah, like for this year, I had a little bit of trouble with the mental. Just after Christmas, I was uh, feeling a lot of pressure. Uh, it's, I must say, it's the first time uh, since uh, yeah, the start I felt so much pressure. And uh, yeah, it was hard to hand- handle, but 
I came out really well after Ante Selva. It was uh, a really good season after that. So, uh, yeah, you have just to work with it and, uh, yeah, try to like it. Uh, it's really hard, but uh, um, no, I don't know really how you handle it, but uh, you have to, um, yeah, just keep on doing the work, even if it's tough. Yeah, so like you say, you had a really good fast start to the season this year with like a win very early on. And as you mentioned, did you feel that, did you put a lot more pressure on yourself for the your expectations for the season at that point? Or was it uh, yeah, more from the outside you felt pressure or was it? Yeah, the both ways. I think uh, I wanted to do great results. My skiing was really good. Uh, I knew if uh, I hit the targets, I will do really good results. And uh, also the media, uh, you feel a little bit pressure. Uh, Sebastian was not in the best shape in the beginning, uh, so I had to take the responsibility. Uh, so um, uh, I think uh, I put a lot of pressure on myself and uh, everyone outside uh, with media and so also. Uh, but uh, after that, I just tried to enjoy it and uh, yeah, do like I always do in training. Uh, so. Um, how would you rate your your season uh, as a whole? Obviously, you had a win, podiums, like world championship medals. Would you, are you were you very happy with the season, or do you still think there were areas where, obviously, you mentioned the shooting that you wished you could have done a bit better? Um, I'm really satisfied with the result, fifth in the total World Cup, and uh, uh, finally I got the individual medal the last day on the World Champs. Uh, so uh, it was tough. Uh, I wanted this uh, medal so uh, <laughs> so much, and uh, uh, to make it on the last day, it's yeah, uh, uh, it was really nice. Do you have when you start a season off? Do you set yourself personal goals at the start of the season of you know podiums or where you want to finish overall, or do you just see how? I guess you have an idea when you start a season the shape you're in, or but I guess you can't really tell until that first race, first races are over and. Yeah, I think we got a really good test in Idre, our start races when we had France here. And uh, yeah, then I felt uh, the shape is good, so now we go. And <laughs> I just wanted to yeah, make as good results as I could all the time. I wanted uh, a high rank in the Total World Cup and also, of course, a medal from uh, the World Championships. So, but I didn't have any goal uh, with the podiums or so, but uh, yeah. I wanted to be up there every race I was starting in. I guess obviously this season, what it was a really great season for you, but obviously we saw Johannes Tingsberg winning so so many races. How do you as like a, a direct competitor of his like react to that when you see him on such good form? Does it does it push you to want to like push yourself even further, I guess? Or? Uh, yeah, now you see you can make uh, big steps uh, from one season to another. Uh, he was really good before also, but uh, this season was uh, another level. He was uh, almost unbeatable, but uh, yeah, I hope to catch some seconds in the track and then shoot a little bit better. Then I know I I really can make it, uh, uh, good results, but we will see how good he will be next year I, um, yeah this year it was really crazy uh, so uh, i'm impressed yeah, i think everyone was obviously you have really good 
ski speed ski speed yourself are there certain things you do like how much of that can you kind of train to improve and how much of that is kind of in in building yourself obviously naturally obviously a very good athlete but are there certain things that you think you do that help you improve your ski speed uh, it's hard to say uh, it's mm, not r- nothing special i think i just <laughs> need the really good training and uh, Oh, I don't know really. Uh, <laughs> how how um, do you have a different mindset between individual races and relay races? Do you feel different pressures? Different? Do you prepare differently mentally for those different types of races? Uh, no, I do the same all the time. Uh, but uh, for sure, you want uh, to make it good in the relays. Uh, this year, we had a little bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, some leg was really bad, and uh, then the others did good. And uh, yeah, it's it's like that in uh, relays. You have to go all the way. You know everything can happen. So uh, yeah, it was really fun that we finally can make a medal for the team and the boys. So uh, yeah, it was a hard World Cup relay season, but the World Championships was really nice. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah, it's really good to good to see that. Are there any particular disciplines that you you prefer competing in, like, or is it are you quite to see yourself as an all all round kind of person? Yeah, the sprint is my favorite for yeah. sure. Uh, I have the best results there also, but uh, I think it suits me really well with ten kilometers and two shootings. Uh, so ah, it's the Formula One, and uh, I like yeah. uh, I like it. But uh, before I didn't like the individual, but this year I think it was uh, ah, a really nice competitions with uh, yeah, the long skiing. It fits me really well, and uh, uh, to come to the shooting range alone, I think it suits me really well. Also, it's a little bit harder when it's. Uh, must start or pursuit and it's uh, so chaotic around you all the time and uh, yeah it's harder to keep focused on yourself uh, so the yeah the race with the men to men that's harder for me i think but uh, i like them really much uh, also how would you say um when when training like how how does someone who's not too familiar with biathlon how does it work how much time are you spending skiing how much time you spending practicing shooting or yeah, a normal week in the if you take a normal day on the summer it's like uh, two and a half three hours uh, roller skiing in the morning uh, with shooting uh, and then uh, in the afternoon maybe a gym session for one hour and then running so yeah four five hours each day in the summer and uh, one rest day every week uh, and the beginning of the season we do a lot of shooting sessions on only so uh, the days will be really long uh, in the start but uh, you, have, you just have to do the work you have to put a lot of bullets and uh, a lot of training hours so uh, yeah it's hard to say how much of each it in the percent but uh-huh. uh, it's like four or five hours every day so when you're going around during a race um 
obviously when you're watching see the coaches there what sort of information are they giving you as you as you go around as you come out the range as you go around the course what what do they kind of tell you and do you do you kind of take that in well in the moment or is it sometimes a bit hard to focus on that uh it's in the beginning of the race i want to hear uh, how the start is uh, if someone is skiing really fast or if i'm far behind or in the top uh, but after that they just uh, push you on and uh, try to yeah give me energy on the track uh, it's uh, nothing special i have to say yeah do you, do you go into races with a strategy in mind or, or are you more kind of waiting to see how it unfolds or do you like sometimes want to go out fast for example uh, yeah it's it depends on the course and of course the shape but uh, uh, like uh, Conte Lafti you start really hard because it's a really long downhill from the start of the track and then you take it a little bit easier uh, in the end when it's really much hills uh, and uh, yeah I cannot go it's some tra- yeah some tracks are really tough in the beginning so then you maybe hold on for a little bit and then push it at the end so yeah you always try to have a good plan to have energy for a whole race but uh, it's a lot about how the shape is also if you're really good shape you can push all the time uh, if you are a little bit tired you maybe try to save some energy for the last loops how do you manage the fatigue i guess that builds up over the course of the season do you kind of have to plan what you're doing outside of the racing a bit better do a bit less in, in between or is it just i guess you want to peak at a certain point of the season and just make sure that you can keep that level i guess for as long as possible yeah when we are in the competitions it's really hard to train a lot you have yes to um, yeah, go out and make uh, short uh, sessions to uh, for a body not to die. And if you don't do anything, then you get really tired. Uh, so you are just out and uh, yeah, try to keep the body alive. Uh, but when you are, are, are home at uh, one or two weeks, you try to get in as much training as possible uh, to get some hours into the body again. So you. Yeah, keep the shape over the season. It's really hard, but uh, you have to try to train when you can. Uh, but when we are competitions, then it's really hard to train. Then it's just to focus on the races. Yeah. How do you think the, I guess, the load on the circuit is at the moment? Do you think there's a good number of races, like too many, or would you change anything as it how it's structured at the moment? Uh, nah, I like it <laughs> as it is now. I must say. Uh, like last year after the last weekend i was really tired uh, this year i could have made uh, one more i felt like it was uh, ah it's already over uh, <laughs> but if you're tired then uh, then it's really tough at the end uh, but this year it yeah i was in the good shape and the good mood so yeah then i could have uh, keep going but uh, it's nice uh, to have some easy and the relaxed time at home also yeah exactly what, what aside from training obviously what what are you planning to do in your off season now uh, yeah i'm just enjoying life now and uh, <laughs> we have a house um, so we are trying to renovate a bit uh, but then i yeah i do what i think is fun i play a lot of paddle tennis and uh, 
try to make some mountaineering if it's sunny I go out and ski for a while but not so long sessions just uh, yeah I do uh, what I feel so uh, it's nice are, are there any like aside from I guess skiing uh, competing at home are there any favorite venues you have around the the circuit that you really enjoy going back to yeah I like Hunter Selva really much uh, it's really nice there and uh, um, for some reason, I like Kontiolakti also. I also I always do good results there, LBR. So, uh, um, yeah, I think every arena is really special, but uh, ah, those places I like a little bit extra. Yeah. What, what do you, um, you know, in your, the rest of your career, what are your ambitions? Like what, what do you really want to achieve between now now and now and the end are there certain goals you've set yourself that you'd really like to take something off a list or is it just you're happy to just keep making the most to your level as it comes yeah i will try to be better than before and uh, keep uh, good results uh, and then we have our olympic in some years so i think it will be really nice in italy so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I have many more years to go, so I'm okay. ready. This was Biathlon Briefing, and you just listened to our exclusive interview with Martin Ponsoloma. Thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of our podcast, and we look forward to welcoming you to many more in the future, where we'll have fantastic insights and guests from across the world of biathlon. Until then, goodbye.